0: We are committed to delivering exceptional value to our clients and to the communities we serve. And now our latest episode.
1: Welcome back to Womble Perspectives. Today, we're taking a detailed look at rural broadband and the Enhanced Alternative Connect American model of the FCC, also known as Enhanced ACAM, and how it helps bring broadband access to underserved areas. For those specifically interested in the intricacies of rural broadband, this episode's for you. The FCC has issued a public notice announcing the model-based enhanced ACAM offers of support for existing ACAM carriers, as well as legacy rate of return carriers. The FCC's Wireline Competition Bureau has adopted an order establishing parameters and an approach for determining and adjusting enhanced ACAM support offers. The order also provides details regarding enhanced ACAM carriers' performance measures testing requirements. The bottom line of this development is that carriers must now indicate on a state-by-state basis whether they elect to receive the enhanced ACAM support. The deadline for these letters is Friday, September 29th, just two weeks away. These election letters must be emailed to the WCB at connectamerica at fcc.gov and signed by an officer of the company. We'll also put this email address in the show notes, so don't worry about writing it down right away. Now for some background. On July 24th of this year, the FCC adopted a report and order establishing the Enhanced ACAM Program. This program provides carriers who are currently receiving either ACAM support or legacy rate of return support the opportunity to receive extended offers of support to deploy broadband at speeds of at least 100 down 20 up megabits per second. Carriers received a single offer of support for all affiliates within a state based on an updated version of the ACAM cost model that incorporates location data from the FCC's new broadband serviceable location fabric. For incumbent local exchange carriers, also known as ILEC's, the offer amount includes support to build out at least 100-down-20-up megabits-per-second broadband service to eligible unserved and underserved locations, as well as support for locations where the ILEC may have received a loan or grant for broadband deployment. The offer amount of support also includes support at a reduced level for certain locations, where the ILEC already offers at least 100-down-20-up megabits per second. The offers incorporate data from the Broadband Data Collection's Broadband Serviceable Location Fabric, the FCC's National Broadband Map, and the FCC's Broadband Funding Map. The model results and offer amount made have been calculated using a monthly funding per location threshold of $63.69, a funding cap of $1.350 per location, and an alternative funding percentage of 80% of the uncapped support amount. Support for locations on tribal lands is subject to a funding threshold per location of $47.76 and a funding cap of $365.93. If updated location data causes significant adjustments to the point where the number of locations an enhanced ACAM carrier is obligated to deploy, their services decreases to a level between 85 and 95% of the initially obligated locations, then the carrier support amount will be recalculated. If the support figure decreases by more than five percent as a result, then the reduction will be phased in over a two-year period, such that the total amount of support the carrier receives reflects the final adjusted set of locations. If updated location data causes the number of locations to fall below 85 percent of the originally obligated locations, the carrier support would be entirely recalculated. Conversely, if the number of locations that an enhanced ACAM carrier is obligated to deploy increases, then its support may be increased to the extent that it does not cause the program to exceed budget. That said, there's no published methodology for such support increases. Additional adjustments are also permitted concerning locations on tribal lands. Specifically, if a state were to award BEAD funds, which carry a 100 down, 20 up megabits per second broadband deployment obligation to another service provider in the future, to serve tribal locations subject to an enhanced ACAM authorization, the carrier and the tribal government are permitted jointly to notify the FCC's Wireline Competition Bureau that they mutually agree to forego the deployment obligation. In such a case, the Bureau will adjust the enhanced ACAM recipient's support and deployment obligations accordingly, which will not be considered a deployment default under the enhanced ACAM program. Absent the tribal government's concurrence, however, it appears that the enhanced ACAM carrier could be forced to maintain its deployment obligation, even in the face of such a competing BEAT award. In electing to receive enhanced ACAM support, carriers are encouraged to evaluate whether the support is sufficient to serve all of their required locations with 100 down 20 up megabits per second or faster broadband service. Carriers also have to identify the technologies they intend to use to meet their enhanced ACAM deployment obligations, Mixed support carriers, carriers receiving both ACAM and Connect America Fund. Broadband loop support must indicate in their letter that their election applies to both their ACAM and CAFBLS study areas within a state. Be aware, carriers should not include any confidential information in their election letters. If a carrier misses the September 29th deadline, it will be deemed to have declined the enhanced ACAM support offer and will continue to receive support under its existing ACAM and or CAF BLS programs and subject to the deployment obligations associated with them. Carriers will receive an email from the Bureau confirming that their election letter has been received and reviewed. Any carrier that does not receive such confirmation email by 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on October 2, 2023, should contact the Bureau. A carrier will be obligated to offer voice and 100 down 20 up megabits per second broadband service to all locations within its study areas in the states where it accepts enhanced ACAM support by December 31, 2028. Interim milestones also exist in 2026 and 2027. They'll have to continue offering that service, including to those locations where it already provided such service at the time it accepted enhanced ACAM support, at least through 2038. That said, Service is not required to locations where an unsubsidized competitor already offers voice and 100-down-20-up megabits-per-second broadband service, or where any carrier is subject to an enforceable federal or state commitment to deploy such service. In exchange for this commitment by enhanced ACAM participants, the FCC will extend offers of support to current ACAM and legacy support recipients, totaling $1.27 billion annually over a 15-year term beginning January 1st, 2024. Compliance with broadband deployment obligations will be validated at the state level. Now let's talk performance measures. On January 1, 2026, enhanced ACAM carriers must begin testing the speed and latency of their networks on a quarterly basis for a week-long period. Once finished, they'll need to submit the results within one week of the end of each quarter. On January 1, 2027, the performance testing period will begin. After such point, Enhanced ACAM carriers may be subject to the non-compliance rules for performance measures. In terms of performance obligations, testing locations will include both locations where there is newly deployed 100-down-20-up megabits per second or faster broadband services, as well as locations where service was already deployed. Legacy rate-of-return carriers must exit the National Exchange Carrier Association common line tariff pool, providing sufficient notification in order to be authorized to receive enhanced ACAM support. However, these carriers are still permitted to tariff non-pool rates for common line and consumer broadband-only loops. Legacy rate-of-return carriers will be eligible to receive enhanced ACAM offers of fixed support. Fixed support levels will be determined by whether their 2022 legacy support, based on CAFBLS or high-cost loop support, that is HCLS, exceeds the annual amount of the enhanced ACAM offer. When the CAFBLS or HCLS of the legacy carrier exceeds the annual amount of the enhanced ACAM offer, then such legacy carrier will receive frozen support at its 2022 legacy support level for six years, beginning January 1, 2024. Over the following five years, beginning January 1, 2030, the legacy carrier will receive decreasing support at a 4% decrease each year. By January 1, 2035, the legacy carrier will have its support transitioned to model-based enhanced ACAM support, based on the transition rules. So, how does enhanced ACAM mesh with BEAD? Carriers that elect to receive enhanced ACAM support are restricted from participating in the BEAD program for the same service areas in which they receive enhanced ACAM support, and recipients will have to certify compliance with this requirement annually. These carriers will also be required to participate in good faith, in any relevant BEAD program challenge process in order to avoid duplicative federal broadband funding several important considerations bear on a carrier's choice whether to accept an offer of enhanced ACAM support or apply for BEAD funding through a state including period of performance performance obligations and compliance obligations for further information or clarifications please reach out to our communications technology and media team you'll find the address in our show notes As always, thanks for listening to another episode of Womble Perspectives.
0: Thank you for listening to Womble Perspectives. If you want to learn more about the topics discussed in this episode, please visit the show notes where you can find links to related resources mentioned today. The show notes also have more information about our attorneys who provided today's insights, including ways to reach out to them. Don't forget to subscribe via your podcast player of choice so that you never miss an episode. Thank you for listening to Womble Perspectives. If you want to learn more about the topics discussed in this episode, please visit the show notes where you can find links to related resources mentioned today. The show notes also have more information about our attorneys who provided today's insights, including ways to reach out to them. Don't forget to subscribe via your podcast player of choice so that you never miss an episode. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for listening to Womble Perspectives. If you want to learn more about the topics discussed in this episode, please visit the show notes where you can find links to related resources mentioned today. The show notes also have more information about our attorneys who provided today's insights, including ways to reach out to them. Don't forget to subscribe via your podcast player of choice so that you never miss an episode. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for listening to Womble Perspectives. If you want to learn more about the topics discussed in this episode, please visit the show notes where you can find links to related resources mentioned today. The show notes also have more information about our attorneys who provided today's insights, including ways to reach out to them. Don't forget to subscribe via your podcast player of choice so that you never miss an episode. Thank you again for listening.